2021 and to the Let's Get Fizzy Pole podcast. It's Christy Sellers here, founder of Fizzy Pole Studios, and I'm so excited to be introducing a brand new series to you today. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of your support in 2020. It was a year like no other, and the studio owners and myself are so grateful for all of the love and support that you guys showed us. It really helped get through the year. And we are really excited about 2021. Each year at the end of the year, the franchisees have a, an annual franchise retreat. And it's where we discuss new ideas for the year ahead to keep things fresh, keep things moving forward. And one of the ideas to come out of that was our brand new Fizzy Curves range. And I am so excited about this range because I know that it is something that our curvy ladies have said before about like crop tops not being quite right or shorts or whatever. The idea of this range is to be a plus size range that is designed by you guys. You have the say, you choose the materials, you choose the styles, the cut, the colors, the everything. So if you have not joined the group yet and you think you might like to be involved in that, It's called Fizzy Curves on Facebook. So join that group and have your say, but I'm so excited about it. It's not even necessarily just plus size. You may just have a bigger bust or a bigger bootay. Yeah, so jump into that group so that we can get your feedback. But today I am introducing you to our new series, which is going to run across the whole year called The Awkward Truths. Now, this is something we wanted to keep it fun and fresh and interesting for you guys with the podcast. And we've covered a lot of topics in the past, but we wanted to have a bit of a theme this year in 2021. And so we thought we'd talk about all the things that are really awkward to talk about. Most of our franchisees, I think all of them, maybe at one point or another, are going to host one of the episodes. So each month you'll have different franchisees talking about the different topics which we've already planned out the full year and you are going to laugh. You're going to get red in the face maybe if that's been you, but it's all the things that you're like, oh my God, I don't even know if that's okay to talk about or not. So the Facebook group is the Fizzy Polars Worldwide Facebook group. So if you want to have some input, make sure you join that one. The way that it's going to work is that we're going to have a blog that's released on the first week of each month about the topic, whatever it may be. And this month it is pole undies (laughs) or the underwear that you wear under your pole gear. That's going to be this month's topic. So in the first week, the blog is released. In the second week, the podcast will come out. And as I said, this month's topic is pole undies. (laughs) This is something I'm really glad that the girls are talking about because when I started pole and it's more specific for pole rather than aerials this episode in particular just because obviously pole shorts are much smaller and aerials you sort of wear leggings you don't have the problem as much but I did not know when I started pole if I was meant to wear underwear under the pole shorts or what type they should be or sometimes you know you'd see the underwear showing and you didn't know what type to get and people didn't really sit around talking about what underwear they were wearing. Maybe they do now. Well, they do now on today's episode. So without further ado, I will hand it over to Celeste and Carly to talk to you all things pole undies. Have fun. So welcome to the Awkward Truth episode of Pole and Undies. 
and my name is Celeste. I'm the owner of Terrellgen, work for head office, and I have with me Carly. Hello. Carly's the owner of the Salisbury Studio, and yeah, we're here to talk all about pole and undies. So thought we'd just start this discussion with our own journeys, and I think you'll find it similar to most people that they start, like I was always a brief wearer. I never wore G-strings. I started in bike shorts, wearing actual like bike shorts and big baggy tops from Kmart. <laughs> Were you the same, Carly? Yeah, pretty much bike shorts, but I think I just started in whatever I had lying around at the time. Country town and 13 years ago, there wasn't a big thing. So it was this ma- magical thing when we discovered bike shorts. So I actually remember discovering bike shorts and being like, that's an amazing option because yeah, we were actually, you know, well in and we're like, that'll be great. We'll have so much access to skin. Yeah, well, actually, that's probably a good point. Like both of us are from like country towns so that we don't have like we still don't, I don't, I think Trelgan really doesn't have like a sports shop for like yeah. sports out um, where and I only knew about bike shorts because I did gymnastics. There is one shop in Trelgan you can get them for, but they're hidden at the back. They're not on display. You only know about them if you get told about this shop that sells energetics dance shorts, which are pretty much bike shorts. So that's the only reason I knew about those type of shorts because I came from a gymnastics background. So that is what I just started wearing when I started pole and yet I always just wore normal underwear because I couldn't ever imagine myself wearing g-strings actually (laughs) yeah same yeah I was like who would want to wear those like just giving yourself a wedgie constantly doesn't sound like it's comfortable yeah my first g-string was a very big moment and I was very embarrassed buying it I remember (laughs) yeah and now I'm just like here give me all of them yeah that's it it's funny how it changes and yeah as we go through the levels our shorts and as our confidence grows our shorts get shorter and our undies need to match otherwise you get some awkward situations (laughs) yeah definitely did you have awkward situations that made you make the switch or you decided I think it just as my self-confidence grew I just got more comfortable with it in general yeah I think like I bought like the fizzy pole student uniform shorts. I was, I think, my first pole shorts that were like a brief cut undies pretty much. Yeah. And then I realised like I didn't think about the underwear situation and then I had to keep giving myself a wedgie with my undies so they wouldn't just keep sticking out of the underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Out of my shorts and, yeah, so then I went, okay, I need to wear something else. So I think I went to Brazil cuts first, which actually are hard to find these days. Mm. but like if you don't know what a brazil cut is it's more like a brief that is shorter on your butt so it comes in your butt a bit more a bit more of a cheeky cut yeah like in between a brief and a g-string because it doesn't go right up your bum (laughs) yeah no i think i probably went from just your standard teenager 1990s briefs (laughs) to I would have just very, very, very slowly started doubling towards I can be more of an adult now and just in line. It was many years before I got pole short. Yeah. So when you started, how old were you when you started pole? I was 15. 15. Oh, yes. Yeah. Teenager. Yeah. I was 25, I think, when I started. Yeah. Or 26. So I was definitely not a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I think I was still wearing 
like shorts until like uh, from the bike shorts, I went to a slightly shorter bike short. And that was probably after about four years at the time. Yeah. The undies was a very slow progression. <laughs> yeah, I think mine was a bit quicker because I did, because of my gymnastics background, I did go up the levels a bit quicker. Yeah. But then you, I did find that, oh, hang on, I need more thigh grip, like closer to your crutch. That's just what happens. So yeah, it sort of had to happen a bit quicker. Otherwise, I was struggling. I just tucked everything up. Like roll the shorts that last little bit if you need it. Oh, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I think we've all gone through those stages too. We just want to wear these length shorts as long as we're possible. So we'll just pull them up when we need to and then pull them back down when we don't need that skin grip. Yeah, which is why those tie-up shorts are perfect now. Yes. You don't have to really jam everything up. Yeah, it's much more comfortable and easier to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're not tucking things into your undies. That's right. Yeah, G-strings now are like my go-to. I think I wear them even, like, especially I wear scrunch leggings now. So it's I mm. find it much more comfortable to wear G-strings with my scrunch leggings even. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry about like seam lines and things like that. Yeah. Um, which is not a big deal of class. Like some people, I don't know, get very paranoid about seeing their seams of their underwear through their leggings, but it's just underwear. That's right. Well, most of us wear it. we do well that's the thing we should talk about have you ever gone commando personally no I have gotten stuck and forgotten to bring pole shorts to a training session and thought just dance in my undies I'm wearing my slightly bigger ones today but yep haven't gone commando with pole shorts not even comp not even comps no I just find the one I find the smallest ones that match in and I stick everything in yeah, that's it. Like that's some people's options. I was having a look at some like people having this discussion and a lot of people were like, yeah, just go commando. It's fine. But it does really depend on the pole shorts you're wearing. If commando is a good idea, like things could fall out, like especially for a training session. If you're getting sweaty, like being commando yeah. is probably not the best idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've only gone commando maybe once. And that was again, just like a thing that happened. I had it you know was that get going in the studio and I didn't have the right undies and I didn't have a choice really <laughs> it was that or like boy leg undies that definitely weren't going to fit anywhere near under my shorts even if I tried to wedgie them so yeah and it wasn't comfortable I wasn't comfortable the whole training session so don't really do it and I don't think I've done it under costumes either actually yeah I'm the same with you Carly I've just found undies that work and that's what I did yeah I find as long as you match your cut and you pick the right colour, you're yep. all good, which I think we'll, we're going to touch on. Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the best type of underwear because that's, again, like as I said, like Brazil cuts are hard to find and like the best brands that we've found. So, like I've tried some brands and they're great for the first time you wear them, then you wash them and then they overstretch and they're, I don't know what happens to them, but they're not good and they go places where they shouldn't and you might yeah. as well not be wearing underwear. But, yeah, so I find my personal preference is Kmart G-Strings and they're only, I think, like you can get some for 3 for $8 or $12, not expensive at all, and they have um, the, like, the seam-free sort of, like, what do they call it, the wickening fabric that sort of, like, mm. draws a sweat away from you or yeah. they just have the cotton ones as well. So I, like... Comps, I generally go the seam-free wicker type ones, but general day-to-day wear, I just wear the normal cotton ones. Yeah. 
Yeah, my preference is at bras and things. They've got in there, they've always got them, which is why I love them because my first preference was a style that got outdated and they stopped oh, making it and I was so upset. So um, I quickly switched to the other one, which has now been out for about three or four years. So fingers crossed it's here to stay. <laughs> but um, That's just a G-string? Yeah, so bras and things, the smooth comfort V-strings. So they call them V-string at bras and things. They have a V and a mini V. So I find that that just gives that like in-between option as well for those people who aren't ready for like a full like G-string in there. But they get like a little bit more coverage. It's not just one little seam in the middle. It's actual like like wider. More to like a Brazil cut. But so yeah yeah like it's a couple of inches or yeah about about two inches wide the material at the back but it's like just enough to cover your bum crack and yep. everything else in between and they stay put and they're in all of your simple colors and then all of like and then they bring out block colors every now and then like a brighter one so there's options for everything and then they have the mini v which is more of the string and it's still seam free Oh, yes. They have all of the other different cuts as well, which I think is also a good way because people can progress in their yeah. diminishing of their underwear, <laughs> um, but all in the same brand and not have to keep finding the same, like finding a new style now that they're ready to get yeah. some underwear. I like That's that. It. And then buy two, get one free. <laughs> oh, perfect. It's always a bonus. So I always end up buying about six. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't you when you can get yeah. something for free? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't um, personally tried them. Like, actually, in Trailgun, we haven't had bras and things for a long time. Yeah. We've only just got it in the last couple of years, and I haven't been shopping in there. So, maybe I should go try and have a look at those. Yeah. They have some good ones as well that have, like, the clear strap, like, the same style that has the clear strap on the edges as well. So, that if you're wearing something that's got, like, really strappy sides, you could have a clear strap instead of the solid strap. Oh, that's a good thing too. Yeah, especially for costumes yeah. and things. Yeah, definitely for costumes mm. or shoot. Yeah, well, the only other brand that I've been suggested from the other franchisees is Christie's personal favourite is Victoria's Secret underwear. Have you tried them before? I haven't, but I do have students that love them and there's a couple of students that have a Victoria's Secret bra as well, like the oh. sports bra. Yeah, I didn't realise they travels. did sportswear. Yeah, apparently, well, I think it's only in some stores or maybe some countries. So these students have travelled and bought them. And every time they wear them, I'm like, where is that from? Where I ask you this every time, it's Victoria's Secret, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah. I think I did some research and you can buy stuff online and they do have the, the sports stuff on their website for Australia. Mm. So people yeah. interested probably can get on their website. Yes. But they also have... I think they have the V strings and G strings and Brazil cut and all of those. Yeah. So, oh, they absolutely would. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you want to wear, you probably can get it from there. Yeah. And I think they were about, when I looked, about $18 a pair or they did have a special, I think, from five for something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but sure, you can jump on their website and have a look. So going back to the comps, Let's have a chat about, like, we both judged competitions and competed ourselves. So we've got it from both sides, judging and watching other people compete and being a competitor ourselves. Let's maybe talk about competing first. 
So we sort of already touched on this a little bit, like that we try and match our underwear to our costumes. And actually we haven't talked about like wearing Leos as well is something that you really have to consider what kind of underwear you're wearing as well and how high cut up your hip they go. The people yes. don't think about that. So I find that they forget about that and just go, oh, yeah, I'll just wear a G-string and it's fine. But if you've got a high-cut Leo, you need to get a high-cut G-string so it doesn't just pop down out underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if your Leo is going to ride up, even if your pole shorts are going to ride up, you want to make sure that your undies are going to ride up with it at a minimum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if not already be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have noticed they've started coming out with the underwear that like is sort of made so you can like sit it up above your hips and it's sort yeah. of going to stay there or you can sort of wear it a bit lower. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that as well, mm. which is very handy so you don't have to necessarily go out and buy one-time wear. But Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I have. I have competed in Leo's and actually I bought, I think they were Energetic, the dancers undies. So they have like a specific range of like seamless dancers underwear that like come in different nude colors to match your skin so and they've got a high cut on the sides obviously because they are designed to wear under leotards yeah very handy Mm, yeah they are good and i also have got a like a bra crop like it's more like a sports crop rather than a bra that's like the same thing to hide under leos as well very cool yeah i think i have competed more in I think the only time I've competed in aerials, I wore a bodysuit, but I also wore full length leggings. So I wasn't as worried about my underwear on that and everything was just solid black anyway, but competed and performed quite a few times for pole, including photo shoots and a music video very recently. But so I have to be very exciting. Yeah. So you've got to be very conscious about different outfits that you're wearing and matching things and especially with the music video making like you've got to think about your fabric so the music video and then things like being on stage performing you've got to think about as well like how's the light going to catch your prints so are you wearing like fluoro white underwear or something like that that the light's going to really reflect and you're just going to see underwear around your actual costume or have you gone for like a soft nude that the light actually can't pick up there's yeah. things like that as well as your straps and whatnot or the size of your costume so yeah I feel like if you stick with nude it's sort of that's like the safest option yeah even under a black you can't go wrong if you have a proper nude color like an actual yeah. soft non-reflective nude color because if you think about like black there's so many different shades of black within materials so you might still get that difference or like if you pop a squat you still might see black underwear outline around the rest of the yeah. material squatting and showing your skin whereas if you're wearing nude underwear they're just going to be like she's got really shiny skin or like it's really yeah. shiny fabric she's not wearing any underwear well, she's wearing she <laughs> but it's um a lot less visible so like particularly in your comps and stuff like if a if a nude pit of material was to accidentally slip to the edge of your costume most likely people aren't going to notice it if it matches your skin tone pretty well as well. Whereas if you were wearing black or pink or red or white underneath your costume, it'll be quite visible. Yes. And, yeah, going to the judging side of things, like I've never done this personally, but judging, I have had judge competitions and someone was wearing like fluoro pink underwear under like a black type costume and when it pokes out the top, like 
it's very distracting. Yeah. You can't just help but keep going, oh, why did they wear those underwear? Yeah. Even like prints. So spotty or like just a cute floral print. Like if it doesn't match your costume, don't do it. Keep them simple for costumes, I think. Yes, definitely. Keep them simple and it needs to either be the exact same cut as your shorts or it needs to be smaller. Yeah, ideally yeah. smaller is better. Ideally smaller. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about a technique. So like this is probably something that people have thought about because some costumes are like their shorts are like a G-string and how do you fit a G-string under a G-string is the question lots of people have. There, You can just wear, like we've been talking about, a new G-string under that and hopefully it's the same size and it would be fine. Or you can use this technique that's been developed called a Fonny Fanny. Yeah, it's been developed by Australian polar called Fontaine Bradbury and I've never done it personally because I've never worn a costume that I've even had to consider thinking about that but Carly has (laughs) yes I have um and I've tried a couple of different techniques of it so prior to actually trying the Fonny Fanny I just tried double-sided tape thought it was working really well was just like oh my god I really need to pee like I shouldn't have put this on so early really needed to pee the entire time my performance was like two hours after I put it on and when I was done with my performance, I raced to the toilet and the double-sided tape hadn't actually stuck anymore. It was just on the inside of my costume because of the sweat. So don't recommend double-sided tape, but I was like, I really hope I didn't have a slip then because that was yep. a competition. Yep. Um, and it was a very intimate competition. Um, but I have done the Fonny Fanny now on multiple occasions now that I actually know what the process is. So it requires sports tape. So I usually wear rock, I usually use rock tape and I just get it in the flesh color and you get two pieces of the sports tape and you put one on one side and one on the other side and you pull them up and then connect the two pieces. So now you've got like a sticky outy. Right. And you get one more piece of tape and you go over the top of that bit so that it smooths it back down. But so that way you're pulling everything in and then smoothing it all down. As I did mention though before, I'm a very nervous wear. So I've learned to time this one and once you get to that point where you realise that your nervous wheeze are literally just anxiety and every, when you're going there's nothing coming out, that's when it's time to put your funny fanny on. Um, tip. Obviously just make sure everything's clean and get one final wee out before you do it. <laughs> and don't be like three or four hours beforehand because you're going to keep drinking water. Yeah, yeah, and I can imagine that would just be worse if you then had to take it off and then put it back on. Yeah, well, then you'd have to start all over again. Yeah. Removal wasn't actually that bad. Obviously, you do still definitely need to be careful. Mm-hmm. The removal, because you've been wearing it for a little bit and you probably did get sweaty, removal's not as bad as just ripping off a Band-Aid. Right. So still be careful yeah do you need to prep the area before you put the tape on or anything or you just put it just clean so yeah so I just clean and dry so I just would get mix it if you're in a public bathroom it might be a bit awkward but just a bit of water if you can and just give it a real good wipe and then a pat dry so that it's not trying to stick to water straight up because that'll make the adhesive not work as well yeah I could imagine that and give yourself the time yeah to properly do it yeah, don't rush wouldn't it. wouldn't want to rush it. No, I no. would not want to rush that. <laughs> no, don't rush it. Give yourself proper time. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've done that probably three or four times now on stage and it feels, it doesn't feel any, like it doesn't feel weird. You'd think it would feel a bit weird, but it didn't feel weird at all. I think as well, because I was performing kind of the adrenaline takes over a bit too. So yeah, not good. You're thinking about everything else. So you're not, or, or then you're thinking about like, I really think I need to go to the toilet, but I can't, so I won't. And then that kind of helped ease up some of those nervous ways towards the end. Then I could refocus on stretching and warming up and yeah. everything else. And I'm guessing it probably improved your confidence on stage as well because you weren't having those yeah. worried moments of like, oh, my God, have I slipped out? Like, yeah, everything and, in display right now. Yeah, and anyone who's seen me perform knows I don't like to keep my legs together. So it's definitely yeah. improves the confidence that no one's going to accidentally see some extra stuff while I'm dancing. So. Yeah, and that's something we probably should mention as well, like um, especially in comp settings, like if you are worried about that and you haven't prepped yourself, especially if you're on a stage, like a proper stage that has lights and the audience is sitting far away, like don't stress about it too much because most of the time if you're on a proper stage, they actually can't see anything and it might be for like a second. So you might have felt it happen, but hopefully no one else noticed it. Yeah, um, yeah, usually a bit too far away from an audience for them to see something that close. And it's if you make a big deal of it, then they're going to notice. Yeah, that's it. Don't let it show on your face and don't let them go like, oh, my God, try and check and try and adjust it. That's probably the worst thing you could possibly do. Just keep going, pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. And most likely no one saw it happen. Yeah. Another little thing you can do to help like the edges of your undies try to stay in place is some people use a bit of hairspray. Yes, that was a big gymnastics yeah, which trick. can also actually. help with grip, I think, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard people use hairspray as a grip for brass poles. Yeah. I've never personally tried it, but I have heard that is a thing. But, yeah, from coming from a gymnastics background, actually, like our biggest thing was like the Leos generally when I did gymnastics back in the day were very high cut on your hips. So they did have a tendency to ride up a lot. And I have a long torso for my height. So the size Leo that I had to get generally wasn't actually long enough for my torso. So as soon as like, if anyone's watched a gymnastics competition, you have to present. So you have to put your hands above your head and like arch back, which just pulls your Leo right up. And if you like mess with your Leo when you're performing, you get deductions. So it was a big no-no to touch your leotard. So we tried every single trick in the book to try and make our Leo stay put. Yeah, the things that we tried, yeah, were hairspray. So you'd hairspray your butt and try and stick your Leo to it. And we tried glue. So just normal glue, like the stick-on glue. Yeah, and we tried the like Hollywood tape. That only just came out, I think, like in the last couple of years that I did gymnastics. But I found that actually was bad because we had velvet leotards and I'd put it on the top of my hip, stick my Leo to it. Then the Leo would come unstuck. Then there'd be like bits of felt stuck to the double-sided tape. So then on my side of my hip, everyone can just see this double-sided tape with bits of fluff stuck to it. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'd get a skin reaction from it too. So then if I just decide after that routine to take it off and like when you do gymnastics, you have to keep performing. I've just got this big red like square mark with the tape. Oh, no. So that wasn't very good for me. <laughs> so I think we can both rule out that like the double-sided tape, yeah. tape is just a no-go for all of this. It's like going to a wedding yeah. and you want to keep your boobs yeah. in place. Go That's right. It. I think like formal events that you like try not to 
move around too much, that's fine. When you're like yeah. trying to jump around and do what we do, it doesn't really stay put. <laughs> no, not at no. all. <laughs> there is a product that some people did use in gymnastics and I've actually never tried it for pole, but I reckon it would probably work if you're worried about like your costume going up your bum is you can actually get a product called butt glue. Oh, yeah. The girls used to use it at gymnastics and that is, I think, what they found worked the best because it was actually designed to go on your skin and stick fabric to your butt. Very aptly named. Yeah. I've never tried to look for it since then, but I'm sure if you Google butt glue, hopefully weird things don't come up and the product actually comes up. And I apologise if you do Google it and weird things come up. I'm just thinking what our Facebook ads are going to look like now after this conversation. <laughs> Don't even have to Google it. Facebook will show it to you. Yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, like, probably the basics. I think we've covered all basics of, like, underwear, like our bottom part. We haven't really touched on, like, bras and oh, I've touched a little bit, but that's not as such a big of an issue I don't think it's more the underwear I think that really gets people curious because yeah obviously the top part really depends on what size you are up there and what you're comfortable with and things like that but just going back to the competition thing and being worried about things poking out pasties yeah so pasties are a really good option but make sure that you've trained with pasties on so you know how they'll react with your costume with your skin if they'll sweat off Again, I've had a pair that sweated off and thankfully it was just during my run through. I was like, cool, I just won't bother wearing that. And then again, on as I mentioned earlier, like lights reflecting on things, different pasties, different materials, different colours can reflect the lights. So I think I wore like my favourite pasties, the one that lasts the longest, they're just a disposable like fabric one. So they stick the best and they seal everything in. But then I wore them, my top was very, very slightly sheer. Like it, it wasn't a full solid, but it wasn't super see-through. There was just mm-hmm. this, it was, I think it's just a thinner material. And in the photos and performances, the light hits it at a certain angle. It's just like, there's a headlight. Oh no. What, I was like, oh God. No, it was just a nude girl yeah. because it's fabric with adhesive. Yeah. Um, and then it was behind a black. So make sure that you practice in them buy multiple pairs if you think they're going to be the one or that they could be the one and if they're not then at least you've got them for a fun event yeah that's it but that's the only time that I've had an issue with those particular pasties and it was just the blend of them and my costume because the material didn't fully block them out so yeah and probably the same thing again with those is probably nude dry matcha cheese skin colors the best option unless you want them to be visible yeah yeah, the unless yeah, unless you're in a risque comp or yeah. is a definitely sheer top where you need to have something very obviously not your nipple underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that I got that were, again, bras and things used to work there. So I got a lot of my stuff while I was yeah. working there and found found all the things that I like. But it's they come in a pack of, I think it's a five-pair disposable pack for maybe like $12. Yeah, so they're worth it for other things and they last, they can stay on for quite a while too. Yeah, and if you don't have paces and don't have time and then like you're in the backstage and worried about it, I have seen people use sports tape as well. Yes, yes, you can use sports tape. Make sure that with any pasties or sports tape or anything that you're going to put on your nipples that you remove with baby oil. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because that will softly 
dissolve the adhesive so that they can just come off nicely rather than tearing a new hole in your boob. So try yeah, sometimes just soaking in water doesn't help. So if you've got a really good one that actually sticks, you're going to need baby oil, particularly if you're using sports tape because that's a very sensitive area. It's yeah. probably even more sensitive than downstairs. Yeah, I think I've seen people like get some like cotton wool or something. And put that on there first and then the tape over to try yeah. and stop Yeah, maybe it. like one of those round makeup pads. Yeah. yeah. Just try and stop it sticking directly to your nipple. So yeah. it's not as painful to get off. And one more thing that I've actually done. So I've had a sheer costume that I wore for Frisk as well. So I still wanted something to sort of support my boobs because like the top didn't do anything. So I actually used a stick-on bra. So yeah. I don't know if anyone else is. And I, it was from Bras and Things too. So it's like a triangle and you like stick it to the bottom and then you like pull up your boob and then stick it up the top. So those yeah. ones so will work on different. Up a, a bit of a lift as well. Yeah, <laughs> the teardrop stick on. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually found that worked really well. And I think it came in in a pack of three. So again, you can wear it once for practice and just see how you feel. Yeah. And then I wore it, yeah, again for the competition. It was really good as well because that's sort of like, it's like a meshy, like sort of see-through material, but it's not see-through enough that, you could see my nipple through the costume and that but I think again my costume was like like nude mesh colored but it did have like flowers on it so the flowers were sort of over where my nipples were anyway so you couldn't really see yeah on the stick on bras I would probably avoid the general like the rounder ones that are like just silicon because even just at a formal event if you get sweaty like they'll just fall straight off mm-hmm. go for and they're also shiny so go for your fabrics or your thinner or your disposable you yeah disposable. i actually wore one of those silicon bras for a photo shoot one, yeah. my first ever photo shoot actually i wanted just to wear a crop and like i was like a bra wearing person under my crops when i first started pole again and yeah. then have gone to no i just don't need a bra it's fine so I was at that point where I was like oh I need to wear something under this crop so I wore I was like oh I'll just wear the silicon stick on bra because then I don't have any lines but yeah going upside down with that on and getting sweaty and it half coming off I've got photos of that sticking out the top of my top at least you've got the memories <laughs> at least you've got the memories yes yes I do I was like oh what is that is that my boob out oh no it's, it's the bra coming off yep cool <laughs> No one told me that's nice. <laughs> yeah, no, my experience with that was just at a like at a Christmas party where I spent every 10 minutes going to the bathroom and trying to re-stick my boobs back on before they fell out of my dress. <laughs> yeah, I think the only time you can get away with wearing them is if you've got a tight formal dress on that's going to like yes. keep them there as well at the same yeah. time. <laughs> or it's the middle of winter. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're not going to sweat at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that is our end of our discussion for our poll and undies. So if you haven't seen, we put a blog post up as well with some links to some of the underwear you could purchase. And, yeah, we will have another series next month. So check out, keep an eye out for next month's Awkward Troops and see what we're talking about next. Thank you very much, Carly, for joining. Thanks for having me. And we hope you have a great day, Fizzy fam. See you later. Bye. Let's get busy, bye.